Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I got a word. You already know what I'm here for. I'm here with a word. And fam, the Lord, he just keeps on repeating himself. And he said, just give him one day, okay? He said, some of you don't even need one day. But he said, some of you just need one day. He said, he can change your whole life in one day day do you believe that he can do that do you believe that god has the power to change your life in just one day some of you the lord say he don't even need a whole day <laughs> some of you he said give him a day some of you said y'all got faith for the whole for just a half a day that's what god said he said some people got faith that i can do it in the same day okay so i want to um take you to daniel chapter three and the Lord, he led me to chapter, Daniel chapter 3, and he began to remind me of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and how they wouldn't bow. They was not bowing, and how Nebuchadnezzar got mad. They said that his face became distorted with because he was in so much rage, and he commanded the furnace to be turned up seven times hotter, right? And the flames were so hot that... The people that went to go, the, the guards, they went to go throw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire. They got consumed in the fire. You feel me? Um, so, so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they went into the fire, right? And then they see that it was four men in the fire. And one of them look like a guy, right? That's what he said. He said, one of them looked like a guy. He said, we throw him in the fire bound, but I see four men unbound, right? And then he he came close to the fire, right? He came close to the door. Nebuchadnezzar did. He came close to the door. And he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high, right? And um, he was like, come out. Come out. Come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they went out, right? And he's like, so Nebuchadnezzar is just mind blown because first he watched the soldiers just collapse and die because the fire was so hot. They didn't even go in. They threw them into the fire and they couldn't stand the heat, child. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was built real different. And he and King Nebuchadnezzar got to see that the God on whom we serve, the true and living God, that he got to see that he is almighty and all powerful. Do you understand me? He got, he got to see that when you believe in God, you become fireproof. That's what he got to see, child, right? And because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had the heart of a servant, they said, listen, we're not going to bow to you. And just to make things clear, let me make things very clear for you. Even if my God doesn't rescue me from this fire, I will not bend to you. So they had the mind and the heart of a servant. Do you understand me? And God said when he seeth it, he said when I seeth it, he said I had promotion on my mind for them because I see the servanthood. I see how they were really not to cling on to their life but give it up for me. He says the Lord. So he said, I thought about promotion for them. He said, I had to show off for them. And he said, that's what I'm getting ready to do in your life. He said, I'm getting ready to do that in your life. I've sent you in the furnace. 
People have watched you. People have mocked you in this furnace. And they said, where is your God now? Surely, surely you're going to die. Surely this is the end of you. But God said, now I'm going to show up. He said, now they're going to see me in the fire. Now they're going to see that you are unbound. Yes, they saw you being thrown into the fire, bound up. But he said, now I'm about to, I'm about to release you. He said, I'm about to release you. And they are going to see my glory, says the Lord. That's what he said, child. And, and when you come out this fire, let me tell you something, <laughs> baby, it's not going to look like you was in the fire. Do you understand me? When they smell you, you're going to smell like heaven. When they look at you, you're going to look like heaven. They're going to try to understand how did these flames not consume you? I watched the people that went close to the fire you were in and they got bound. But they said, how are they going to be like, how are you set free? That's what God said. How, how, how they're going to just be bewildered. They're going to be they're just going to have, they're going to be so, uh, Lord, give me the word. What's the word? Right on the tip of my tongue. Astonished. That's what the Lord said. He said they're going to be astonished and they're going to be in awe because they're not going to understand. He said, because the, the, the things that this world considers wise, the Lord thinks is foolish. And the things that this world thinks is foolish, God considers it to be wise. So do you understand me? So people are going to be dumbfounded. They're going to be in awe because they're going to be like, I know I seen you in that fire bound up, but they're not going to be able to deny that your God is the one who met you in the fire. They are going to be like, it was Jesus because I see it. Do you understand me? Now they're going to start talking to you with some sense. Just a minute ago, they, they, they was kicking your back in, but now they're going to say servant of the most high. <laughs> come out, come over here. You understand me? And, and when you walk past, they're going to just be looking at you. So don't feel no type of way when they're looking at you because they're just trying to understand how do you not look like what you were just in? How, how, come, how come you don't look like it? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Okay, so when people stare at you, they're going to be staring at you because it just doesn't make sense. Like, you're not even going to smell like what, you're not even going to smell like you was in the fire. You are going to smell like heaven. They're going to just be in awe of you. It says, um, the Nebuchadnezzar said, praise the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He has sent his angels to rescue his servants who trusted in him. Listen, them same people, them same people that, that persecuted you, them same people that mocked you, them same people that was talking about you, the same people that went in rage, they're going to be the ones that's praising and prophesying and testifying about your life. Do you understand me? They're going to have to announce you. I hear God saying they're going to have to announce you. They're going to have to say, you are my servant. They're going to have to say, you are my child. They're going to have to say it. Do you understand me? Listen, listen, <laughs> God says he will prepare a feast in the presence of your enemies. So don't be mad when you see your enemies walking into the room because God said, I told you I was preparing the feast in the presence of your enemies. They about to have to watch you feast, says the Lord. He said, they about to watch you be served, says the Lord. He said, don't hold no unforgiveness. Don't have no grudge in your heart. He said, because I need you. I need you completely 
with it. You need to understand this assignment. Do you understand me? He said those same people that, that did you wrong, he said they're going to have to testify about what they see me do in your life. He said, so don't, don't let that bitterness stay in your heart because that person's about to testify about what God has done for you. Do you understand me? It said, they defied the, the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb and their house will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other God who can rescue like this. Period. There is no other God that can rescue like God is about to rescue you. There's no other God. There's none. And what God is about to do in your life, he's about to settle it. Do you understand me? That's why God will allow you to be thrown into the furnace. Because he said, I need them to see my power. I just need you to trust in me. And as you trust in me, he said, I'm going to glorify you. Do you understand me? Because he knows that you're going to give the glory back to him, child. Listen, you got to have a heart and a mind of a servant. It's that the king King promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. See, it didn't even take them a whole day, child. The Lord had promotion. The Lord had promotion on his mind. He said, I see my servants. They not bowing. He said, they not bowing. It was, it's a remnant that will not bow down, says the Lord. And he said, now they're about to be promoted. Child, listen, I'm here to tell you. I, I, I'm telling you the truth. God said, it's not even going to take a day. Some people trust the Lord so much that it's not even going to take a day for you to, to elevate one day you just going to be sitting there and you going to go check and you going to just see promotion. You just going to see promotion. I'm telling you the truth. It's not even going to make sense. Some of you are going to be promoted on your job. Some of you are going to be promoted in the kingdom, meaning that your ministry is going to flourish. Some people are going to be promoted by the people that live around them. They're going to begin to see the God in you. There's so many ways God is promoting. I can't, I don't have enough time to even say all the things, but promotion is happening. God says he sees you. He sees you. You are a part of his remnant, says the Lord. He said, I see you. You didn't bow. When others began to bow down to that statue, he said, you didn't bow. And now I'm about to reward you, child. That's what he said. That's what he said. Listen, it said they didn't even smell like, I'm just stuck on that. Didn't even smell like smoke. Like people are going to be dumbfounded. Like how, how, you, you, how I see it. I'm telling you, it's just like on that cross. They thought they had my Jesus up on that cross. He, he, he was bearing our sins. They thought they was doing something, but he was bearing our sins. He was pierced for our rebellion. He was crushed for our iniquities. That's what it was, child. And they just didn't know about that third day. I'm telling you, if they knew about that third day, they wouldn't have did it. They wouldn't have did it, but they seemed wise. It was wise to, to crucify this man, but they didn't understand that it was all part of the promotion. Jesus said, listen, it was all a part of the promotion. He said, now my name is exalted over every name. Everything has been brought under my authority by what they thought was for my bad. So that's what you got to understand, right? 
<laughs> These people, they threw dirt on your name, but they didn't understand that that was the soil to help you grow. That's not what they, they, they didn't get it because if they would have gotten it, they would have never did it. They would have never, they would have never been a part of this promotion because they was meaning it for your bad, right? So if they sat back and really thought about it, now they're going to have to see, dang, <laughs> you, you was who you said you was. You, you, you were doing the will of your father. They're going to understand it. They're going to understand the assignment. Well, really, they're not going to understand it, but then they're going to understand it because it's like a deep knowing, like, that's God's child. That's what they're going to know. Like, oh, my goodness, that is the child of God. That's what's going to happen, child, because all things hidden is being revealed, right? <clears throat> so let's talk about Daniel, right? Daniel and the lion's den. So... Uh, um, it says, start at verse two, the king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interests. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. Mm. Then see so 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 Daniel was in he was he was seated in his promotion child listen then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling the governor government affairs but they couldn't find anything to criticize him or condemn see that means AKA Daniel had some haters it was some people watching them hating on him and, and, and seeking his downfall and waiting for the opportune time to, to try to um make him look bad, to try to get him demoted, right? This is what happened. And it said he was faithful, as was always responsible, and completely trustworthy. So they concluded, our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. So, so now, see, 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 they was trying to find a way to... To make Daniel have to bend. They was trying to find a way to make Daniel have to choose between God and this promotion child. They, they had to try to make a way, right? So the administrators and high officers went to the king and said, long live King Darius. We are all in agreement. We administrators, officials, high officers, advisors, and governors that the king should make a law that will be strictly enforced. This just came into my spirit. And I got to say it right now. God is saying some of you are being removed out of position to place you in a new position, child. Like, um, I want to, I want to bring it to you like this. When you give birth, you're the, there's more than one birthing position. You don't have to birth laying down. You can squat. You can stand up. You can, you can, it's a lot of different ways that you can give birth, child. It's, it's just a plethora of ways. You know, you can give birth in the pool. You can, it's just a lot. But God says sometimes, you know, and you might even have to like lift your leg up so, so that baby can glide on out of there, right? So sometimes the Lord said, I got to change your position so you can birth it. He said the way that you, the way that you're facing, the way that you sit in, your baby's not able to flow out. But he said, listen, he said, once you change that position, he says, once that position changed, now that baby can just slide out, child. That baby can just slide out. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I want you to know about giving birth, right? When you give birth, your body naturally is pushing the baby out, right? It's not really much pushing you really need to do because your body is made to do the work for you, right? So God is saying, once you change, everything's going to flow. Once you get into position, everything's going to flow. Listen to what I tell you. Jesus said, I only do what I hear the father tell me to do. He, he had purpose on his mind. So when you listen to God and you get into position, you will see the promotions that God's promising you. So some people, you get moved out of position. So you might be like, I lost my job. You might be saying, oh, I got demoted. But the Lord said, I had to put you out of position to place you in the new position because the baby just wasn't flowing right in that old position. That is what God is saying, child. Um, it said that the king should make a law that will be strictly enforced. Give orders that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, except to you, your majesty will be thrown into the den of lions. And now, your majesty, issue the sign issue and sign this law so it cannot be changed an official law for the medes and persians that cannot be revoked so king darius signed the law but when david learned that the law had been signed he went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room when his windows were open towards jerusalem he prayed three times a day just as he had always done giving thanks to his god then the officials went together to daniel's house and found him praying and asking for god's help see i love the boldness of daniel daniel ain't shrink back daniel he opened the window the window was open child and he was giving thanks to God, okay? And he was he he was saying all he needed to say to the Lord, and he didn't shrink back. He wasn't hiding, but he was bold with his like I'm still going to pray and what? That's the bag that Daniel was in. He's like I'm still going to pray and what? <laughs> and what? Okay, and what? So, um, it said. It says, so they, <clears throat> so they went straight to the king and reminded him about his law. Did you not sign a law that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone divine or human except you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions? Yes, the king replied. That decision stands. It is the official law of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. Then they told the king that man Daniel, one of the captives from Judah, is ignoring you. And your law, he still prays to his God three times a day. See, it's these people who meant it for your bad. <laughs> but they helping you get right into position. God says, I placed you right into position. What they thought they was doing, you about to see the good. The Lord said, just give me, just give me that day. He said, I will blow your mind. <laughs> just give me a day. Okay. And it says, hearing this, um, the king was deeply troubled and he tried to think of a way to save Daniel. He spent the rest of the day looking for a way to get Daniel out of his predicament. Mm. In the evening, the men went together to the king and said, your majesty, you know that according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, no law that the king signs can be changed. So at last, the king gave orders for Daniel to be arrested and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to him, may your God, whom you serve so faithfully, rescue you. A storm was brought 
and placed over the mouth of the dam. The king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. See, the Lord has softened the king's heart towards Daniel. The, the, the king ain't want to do it. So a lot of you, you were put into positions where demotion happened. And he's saying the king didn't want to do it. That person that, that was in charge, he didn't want to do it. He, he was thinking of a way. Oh, child, this is such a good word. He was thinking of a way. To, to not have to do it. But rules are rules. He said, but rules are rules. You know, rules are rules, right? But God said, it's to show my power. It was to show my might. He said, it's to show my splendor. Okay. And it said, um, it says, wait, it was one more thing I wanted to say. And do you see how the Lord had the king interceding? For Daniel, he still prayed. He said, may the God whom you serve so faithfully rescue you. Like you won't have people praying for you that you don't even, that, that the same ones persecuting you. The same ones that, I ain't going to say persecuting because they're not necessarily persecuting you. But that same person that's in that position who don't want to do it, they interceding for you. They're like, ugh. I hope that these that everything is going to work. I pray that the God on whom you serve will, will, will rescue you. I pray that you your worth will be seen here. That's what God is saying. Like it's people that's in your corner who who really want the best for you. But they're just doing what they have to do. Because there's 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 procedures, right? A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. The king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. Then, oh, that's just like, that's, that's like Jesus, right? <laughs> that's like Jesus, but that's for another time. That's like, not for another time, like, it's like, because we always talk about Jesus, but the whole stone and all that, that, that's Jesus. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. He refused his usual entertainment and couldn't sleep at all that night. You got people losing sleep over you. They just, they just want the best for you. They just want to see you blessed. They know that you have been done wrong. They know that you are being persecuted. They know that it wasn't your fault. Right. So they 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 praying and fasting for you. They trying to figure out a way. They calling people in higher positions trying to figure out, okay, what can we do so we can still keep this person here? It's people that wanna be spreading your fame. They're gonna be telling people about you, they're gonna be testifying. Everybody listen to this, listen to this to this person who who just uh preached this word. And and, and you're gonna have people that that's interceding and, and working on your behalf while you sitting in the lion's den and you like yo <laughs> lord why am i in here with this lion thank you for closing his mouth but what did i do the lord said i'm just putting you into position a lot of you are sitting in the lion's den and that lion sitting right there right but his mouth is closed and you're like lord but why i even gotta sit here and he said because i'm getting you into position I'm placing you into position, child. There is people losing sleep over you. <laughs> like, get that, okay? Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish. 
Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you served so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? Oh, child, is he able to rescue you from the lions? People about to see that your God, the God of whom you serve, is able and he's willing, okay? He's very able and he's very willing. He is equipped for this battle. Do you understand me? You are a walking testimony. You are a walking miracle. You are a walking, walking sign. Do you understand me? You bring to the visible what's invisible. People are going to see God by the way he moves in your life. Okay. Daniel answered, long live the king. My God sent his angels to shut the lion's mouth so that they would not hurt me. For I have been found innocent in his sight and I have not wronged you, your majesty. The king was overjoyed in order that Daniel be lifted, mm, elevation, from the dead. Not a scratch was found on him for he had trusted in his God. When you trust in God, <laughs> Everything else is just smooth sailing. Now, I'm telling you, you have to sit in the den. And when you sit in the den, it might not feel like it's smooth sailing. But I'm telling you, if you trust God and you wait, you are going to see the elevation. You won't see this elevation, child. He got lifted from where he was at. No longer was he in the den. No longer was he in that pit. But he ascended, child. Because he trusted in God. That's the key right there. Because he trusted in God. Then the king gave orders to arrest the men who had maliciously accused Daniel. He had them thrown into the lion's den along with their wives and children. Mm. Child, listen. The same things that they got set up for you. Like, it's like um, Haman and Mordecai. Haman thought he was about to impale Mordecai, but he, he set up that for himself. The same trap that these people set up for you, they about to fall in. Oh, child. This mm, child. Child. Oh, because I'm saying oh, because I know somebody that's going to have a testimony. I got one person on my mind while I'm giving this word. And she is a testimony of this word child she is a testimony of this word and once she get her promotion once she get all god got for her i'm gonna have her come on here and tell you okay in jesus name lord willing okay then the king gave orders to arrest the men who had maliciously accused Daniel. He had them thrown into the lions then along with their wives and children the lions leaped on them and tore them apart before they even hit the floor of the den. See, because that lion was hungry. Because his mouth was shut. So as soon as... Listen, as soon as they fell into that trap, that same lion that they thought was working for them, now he about to work against them, okay? Because let me tell you something about the enemy. Because you know the enemy, the, the Bible says he is like a woman lion seeking for who he devour. He don't care who it is. He just got three things on his mind. Killing, stealing, and destroying, okay? That's it in their soul. And he will rip anybody limb from limb that the Lord will throw in that den and be like, go ahead. Listen, and them same people, them same people that lied on you, them same people that was persecuting you, them same people that was mocking you, them same people that was running, go tell that. They the same ones that's going to have to witness that damn. They're going to have to go and sit where they thought you were sitting. They about to go be that lion's lunch. That's what's going to happen. 
Then King Darius sent this message to the people of every race and nation and language throughout the world. Peace, peace and prosperity to you. I decree that everyone throughout my kingdom should trouble with fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and he will endure forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed. and His rule will never end. He rescues and saves his people. He performs miraculous signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lion. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Mm, that's such a good, that's such a good word. But do you see how in a day God exalted him? He continued to live in prosperity. The weapons formed, but they wasn't prospering because Daniel chose to trust in the Lord. When Daniel heard about the law that was signed, Daniel went and did the best thing that he knew how to do. He began to pray, okay? And he trusted God. He wasn't worried about his position and how things was 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 could be, but he chose to trust God. And that's, you see what happened? God shut the mouth of the lion, child. And all of that happened in a day. He brought glory to God's name. He was lifted out of the dead. All in a day. All in a day. Because you know he had to go. It happened one day. Came to sleep. Next day. You feel me? All happened in a day. Mm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, believe him, believe him, believe him. Be like, Lord, I know you can do it. I know you can do it in a day. Lord, I know you can do it in the same day. I'm looking for a same day miracle, Lord. I'm looking for a same day miracle. I believe you. See, that's what I love about the Lord. Because you know when he was about to work a miracle, he'd be like, do you believe I can do it? <laughs> that's how Jesus speaks. Do you believe I can do it? And they were like, yes, Lord. Or the ones that, that had a hard time believing, but they still believed, but they had their unbelief, but they believed, like double-minded. He said, I believe. Just help me overcome this unbelief. And Jesus ain't rebuke them and send them away. Jesus helped them overcome that unbelief by working a miracle. Once you see Jesus do a miracle, you can never be the same. You can never go back on it. Like when you really begin to see the hand of God in your life, you're like, there's no denying you. There's just no denying it. Once you go, Jesus, you can't go back. I mean, people do, but I don't understand how. I don't understand how you can see Jesus and then you go back. But that, listen, let me not get off uh, subject. <laughs> let me stick with your promise to, your, of your promotion. I want you to take this word back to God. And I want you to say, Lord, reveal what is for me. And you say, Lord, because I believe that you can change everything in a day. I'm believing you for a same day miracle, Lord. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. I know you. I believe in you. I know what the finished work on the cross did. Okay. I know what it did, Lord. I know. So what you trying to do? You feel me? Like God just wants you to bring his word back to him and he will multiply it. That's all. Mm, mm. Oh, let me, let me bring it to you like this. Oh, child. The angel came to Mary, right? And he spoke the word into her. He literally, he said, you won't conceive. And Mary like, you know, because the, the angel gave him more. was like, you won't have a son and all of that. Remember, 
Luke chapter one, if you don't. And then Mary was like, well, Larry, thank you say about me become so. I am the Lord's servant. Larry, thank you said be so, right? And guess what? The Lord multiplied that word. She had a baby. First, it was a word. And then he multiplied it into a human. He, he made that word become flesh. You hear me? So he will do that for her. He will do it for you. He will do it for you. Allow God's word to become flesh in your life. He's multiplying it. That seed that was planted in Mary multiplied into Jesus. Oh, child. Mm, 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 mm. Just have your way, God, in the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you. Let's, let's, let's just thank you, Jesus. Because of what you have done, we are able to spread your glory, Lord. We are able to to bring all the glory back to you, Father. No matter the trial, no matter the circumstance, we are able to lift the name of Jesus, Lord. And Father, I just thank you for that. I thank you that we are even allowed to speak of your wonderful splendor, Lord, of your goodness, Father God. I just thank you, Lord. I thank you that you have given us the, the capability to trust in your name, Jesus. Ooh, let me just, mm, Lord, let me just pray for this child. Lord, I pray for your child receiving this word, Lord. I thank you for her, Father God. I'm praying that she receives this word in her heart, Lord. I pray that she brings it back to you, Lord. And wherever you are trying to promote her in her life, Lord, I pray that she receives it, God. And that she begins to guard this seed, Lord. And, and, and she waters it with your word, Father God. And that she gets an abundance of a harvest, Lord. Lord, I speak into her life promotion. That's what I'm speaking by the authority you have given me, Father. I take dominion over that situation in her life. And I speak promotion, Lord, no matter what it is. By the power you have given me in the name of Jesus. That's what I speak, Father. In Jesus' name, Father. I give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Family, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> it be so good. Like, the Lord, he just come in. He just use you. He, he just so good. You just feel so good when you do your servant work. You be like, yes, this is what I'm here for. But um, just go ahead. Believe God. Receive this word. Oh, that's what I wanted to say before um, we end this. Is. You got to guard God's word, right? Because um, the parable of, of the uh, farmer scattering the seed, right? You want to make sure that you are on good soil, right? That you are good soil because the enemy is going to try to snatch the seeds back. Your flesh is going to try to suck it out by the cares of this world and, and all of the other things. So you got to guard God's word in your heart. And you got to just speak it. Even when it don't look like it, you got to speak it. You are a child of God. Do you understand 
that this earth was dark and formless. It was void. And Jesus still said, let there be light. Do you understand me? I know that Genesis don't say Jesus, but it was Jesus. He said, let there be light. And there was light. (laughs) Do you understand that everything that you see came from the invisible? It came from the spiritual child. You got to understand that you got to call things that are not as though that they were. You got to understand that you got to have this vision. Mm. All right, let me, cause girl, listen. So, um, it's this, it's this, these complexes that's being built, right? And when if when they put the coming soon sign up, I was like, well, how are you about to fit all this stuff right here in this little thing? Right. I was like, I don't see it, but that's because. It wasn't my vision. Mm, let me bless you with this. Let me bless you with this. It didn't look like it had enough space, right? So I'm like, this ain't, they ain't gonna be able to do all that. They ain't gonna be able to do all that. But guess what? They starting to put the stuff up. And I done ate my words. Because I was like, oh, it is enough space. Because, you know, they started knocking down trees. They started taking up the dirt and all that. They started doing everything they needed to do. And I said, okay, now I see the vision. <laughs> and sometimes... You just got to, not sometimes, all the time. You got to just trust the vision God gave you. And it might, you might not look like you're capable. You don't, might not look like you're qualified. You don't, you might not look like this is what God is going to do for you. But if God has given you a vision, you store that vision in your heart and you begin to work. And you begin to do what God has told you to do. And as you do it, then people will see what God has shown you. Because you are to bring the things from the invisible into the visible. Everything that's in the supernatural, you are supposed to bring it to the natural. So if God says that you're about to to open up a business, you better get your business plan in order. If God said that you're about to start traveling, you better go get your passport. If you ain't got money to get a passport, you go start off the whatever you could do. If you don't got money for your business, you start writing out that plan. You do what you can do. What's in your hand? Oh, child, because I can keep preaching, child. It's the rivers. <laughs> it's the rivers. I, it's just the rivers. of It's pools of living water on the inside of me, and they just gush forth, child. But what's in your hand? You feel me? Moses ain't feel worthy. But the Lord said, what's in your hand? Oh, you got a staff? Let me use that. The Lord used Moses' hand. Remember Moses stuck his hand in and he took it out. And I believe he had leprosy and he put it back in and he took it back out. And he was, it was clean again. Remember that? And the staff, what's in your hand? Use it. If you like, well, I don't know what kind of business I'm going to do. Well, listen, you can go scroll through all your social medias and be watching all these shorts and stuff and be up in everybody else's business. You need to go find out what's popping out in them streets and see how you can start, how, how you can give it a, a kingdom vision. Now you got to seek the Lord and be like, Lord, how can I make this kingdom? You understand me. Do you understand that your father is the creator of everything? Ask him, say, how would the kingdom sell this? Who let me let me I, I'm telling you I'm giving you the blueprint I'm giving you the blueprint in the name of Jesus you better take this if God says he first of all he said that he can do it he said just give him a day and he can do it you better start preparing yourself okay Mary go went to Elizabeth have to prepare for this child she was pregnant with okay listen I'm gonna let you go. <laughs>
For real, for real. But it just be the pools of living water that's on the inside of me that I just can't stop preaching, child. But I'm going to stop preaching because I'm going to let you go pray to the Lord. I'll give you time to pray. So I love you so, 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 so much. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.